Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And how can we say this, but back by Papa the Man, uh, one of my best friends, buddies. Um, how you say your, your brother when you know you play and been to school with him and everything but I want to introduce glad to have him back former NBA player Reggie Slater is that Rich? Uh, I mean I'm feeling the love I'm feeling the love hey you're too kind in all actuality I was begging James to put me back on this show I've been calling him for months <laughs> begging pleading for him <laughs> to put me back on the air I appreciate that yeah Miss. <laughs> Yeah, I had missed your call. I had talked to Randy Warniak. He's like, man, I went to Houston, had the best time with Slade and Stalls and all them. You yeah, know? he had so, Greg Brown, former Wyoming guys. Yeah. Stalls, love Wyoming guys down here, down south. Yeah, I had a great time with those guys, too, Slade. We, um, our team inducted to the Hall of Fame of U.S. Wyoming. Uh-huh. It was good to see all those guys come back, you know, um, Stalls. And, you know, it was just. It's good to see all the guys, you know what I'm saying, and see how everybody's doing. Well, yeah, a lot of people, I think, live, you know, live three to four hours from the university, you know, Denver, Fort Collins, that area, front range area. Uh, but, it's you know, it's, just, it's really cool when you can get the guys that live in the, uh, you know, D.C., Detroit, Texas, and so forth coming back and, uh, you know, rekindling uh, all those old memories, laughing, joking, sharing experiences, reliving experiences because some – you know, I did some guys' experiences might be a little bit different than the other guys' memory. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is true. And then just then, everybody changed. All the gray hair. You know, Rich? <laughs> yeah. Or lack of hair. Or lack of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get started. I'm going to throw NBA at the end of it because I can't wait to talk about, you know, those Lakers. But, yeah, I just want to get your <laughs> input on, you know, we... Everybody was talking about Duke and Zion and and Red. You played in the NBA and you know how it is with the college players and they already saying he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. You know how can you uh-huh. um, assess that? And you know, I mean, he's great in college. He got the physical ability and all that, but how can you put that pressure on this young kid and saying he's already gonna be a Hall of Famer? What do you think, Red? Well, that you know, with the NBA, what they do and just like in any other sports, is look at potential. You know, potentially because of his size, he's going to be, you know, he's something that is very rare. He's of rare size, strength, and ability, and agility. And so, you know, uh, it seems like a good kid character. So they're assuming this guy is going to, you know, uh, fit the mold of, 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 and follow the path of, you know, to superstardom. Uh, and I hope he does. Uh, you know, uh, but, you know, there are things that life, challenges that life throws at you that all of us, that sometimes supersedes, um, you know, people's expectations. But I do wish this kid the, all the best in the world. But you're right. They are, they, you know, they're putting the, whether they know it or not, they be in the media or any kind of people putting all this speculative pressure on this kid. It's putting a, a lot of pressure on him. And I hope, I hope he, you know, handles it one step at a time and, you know, and moves at his own pace rather than somebody else's pace. I have two questions for you, Rez. One is, isn't that what they projected with Lonzo Ball and, you know, that pressure? And then second thing, how was it when you first came in and you come in, you know, I'm not saying a kid, but you were younger and playing against these grown men. How was that pressure transformed from college to pro Rez? Well, I mean, first the kid has to come in there and, and uh, Earn the respect of, of of the of the vets because the, you can talk all day long about what his potential is. I you know I recall when uh, LeBron James came in and the media immediately dubbed him King James, the moniker of which still sits with him to this day. And you had some of the older guys, more proven guys like uh, uh, Rasheed Wallace, that you know was not feeling that because uh, you know everything you get in the league, whether it's NFL, NBA, you gotta have to earn it. You know, what the people on TV see is one thing, but, you know, amongst your peers, you have to earn that respect. 
Uh, and that just comes through hard work and development. Well, when you came in the league, were you nervous or what, you know, were your expectations? I didn't even have a know? name my first year. I was rookie or big rook. I didn't even qualify to get a name my first year. And most rookies <laughs> don't. You're just rookie, you know. Uh, you know, you, you, you're set upon, you know, you, you're tasked, no matter how highly you're drafted, uh, you know, guys are going to test you. Guys are going to test you just like your college coach tested you, just like you try to test your mom when you're a little child. <laughs> you know, guys are going to test you and see what you're made of. Because if you're going to be the superstar that everybody's projecting, you, know, you got to be able to handle pressure, stand up for yourself, and conduct yourself in a manner that, you know, winners do. And, um, again, these guys are going to see how, how, squeeze, how tightly they can squeeze you and, and what they can get out of you. Well, uh, like I said, you know, you've been there. You've done it. When you come in, do the, the uh, veterans – do they treat you as that young rookie or do they, you know what I'm saying? Do they like, I want to say bully you, but do they pick on you and say, hey, rook and all that, you know? I, I think there's a certain amount, amount of hazing that goes on in any professional league. Uh, you know, I think when you get there, you know, you have to introduce yourself. Even if you know your name, the guys might not acknowledge you. And you have to, when I was playing, and they still do it now in football out here, probably did it to you. You had to stand up in front of the group and sing a song or perform a mm-hmm. comedy act or something. Uh, and there's two reasons for that. Uh, one of which is, you know, certainly to ground whoever this rookie is who is, you know, predestined to become the next greatest thing. And the second one is simply for the amusement of the veterans. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a tier of, of what is and what is not allowed. Uh, I know in the NBA, uh, for instance, if you know you and I are, uh, are, are going to rehab, and and uh, we both have the same injury, um, going to the doctors, the trainers, uh, and uh, you know you've got more years. You've got nine years. I've got eight years. I got to let you go first. Why? Because you got more. You got more uh, uh, stripes than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, guys in the NBA take that pretty serious. It sounds silly. But that is something that happens in the NBA often, regularly. Well, I didn't know that. I know, like, with football, when you first come in, the vet take it serious. You got to carry the pass and all that, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to, you got to, you know, if guys need something, uh, you know, if, if, if you have a vet that has a girlfriend that they met on the road and he forgot to, 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 to bring some. Uh, preventive play, uh, you, you've got to go get, go to the local drugstore and buy that for him. You know, things like that. And not be surprised yeah. when, uh, when, when you get room charges on your room by a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, listening to a bunch of sports people talk and they were talking about the pressure do head and, all that um, is it pressure for these teams like that, Reds? When you know they're expecting them to win, and, and these kids, you know, um, under a lot of pressure, no game. Because you know, um, I don't know how they do in college. You know, they do meetings, um, bedtime, all like that, and you got all this pressure on you. How how is it, uh, Reds, for these kids? You think you know when they have all that on national TV and the pressure? Can the pressure make them get out of their game? Absolutely it can if you let that pressure uh, affect you. But I think with most successful collegiate programs, and certainly in college, I'm sorry, certainly in, the, in, the, in professional ranks, you just don't pay attention to the newspaper. And, that's, uh, and I think that's harder for kids to do nowadays because when I played in the 90s, all you had was the newspapers or the television or the radio. Uh, now you have Twitter, Facebook. Snapchat, Instagram, so on and so forth. So you got to totally shut it down because the same guy that's praising you today uh, and, and is so graphically writing a story of how you're going to be the, the latest and greatest thing will totally tear you down and destroy you in an epic, epic monologue to your uh, uh, playing history tomorrow. So you got to really shut it down, not pay attention to what anybody else is saying. 
Uh, something I always talk to people about is the, the crystal staircase. And it's an approach that a lot of people do, you know, you have a crystal staircase and you know you have to go up step by step, no matter how muddy the, the, the steps are. But, you know, you keep your eye on the prize, keep moving forward. It doesn't matter what anybody on the outside is saying. Just, you know, keep, keep, keep focused. And so I think uh, I know with several college teams that I talk to, you know, they just shut the noise out. You know, get off social media. Get off Twitter. Stop, you know. Stop it. Just focus on if there's no enemy inside, the enemy outside can do you no harm. Uh, you know, it's a, a common theme I hear. Well, well what we're going to do, Red, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more. And then uh, before we end the show, I spoke to a gentleman, and I'm, I got to tell you what he has said about you um, and your son. You'll be really surprised. But it just makes me smile that I know you. And I heard what this person said about you. But that'd be at the end. But um with this is James and my best friend, former NBA player Register. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And like I said, I got former NBA player, legislator here. You still with me, Red? I'm here feeling the love, man. I'm feeling the love. Yes, sir. Well, we, we, you was talking about social media with the young kids. LeBron um, James um, had a little statement, you know, and he was telling the media that these young kids got to stay off Twitter and listening to everything. Uh, remember when he said that? I don't know if you remember that, but that's kind of – what what this world is now, Red? Like you say, back when we played, it was just newspapers and TV. But now you got YouTube, you got pictures taken, right. video, TMZ. Right. How how right. can right. you avoid that, Red? How can a kid avoid that, really? Wow, man! I'm tell you what; these guys have challenges that we didn't have twenty, thirty years ago, and and for them to be mature enough to avoid these traps. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you can videotape somebody for ten seconds and totally misconstrue what they're doing. Uh, man, that's, that's a that's a heavy that's a heavy responsibility for them to have. I mean, other than saying you know, just do the right thing and do the best you can to your ability, which is something we tell all our kids, and then we were told also. I mean, that's the best thing I could tell them right now. But yeah, I, I wouldn't advise taking pictures of. Of you, you know, we all have friends that we grew up with that made questionable decisions. 
videotaping mm-hmm. you and them together participating in questionable uh, activities is not a good thing. You know, uh, it, most kids have aspirations of playing to that next level. When you're in high school, you want to go to college. When you're in college, you want to go to the pros. And those collegiate and pro teams want people not only that can play well, but that are also good people of good character on their teams representing their company because in the end, it's a business. And if you want people purchasing uh, uh, jerseys and whatnot and paraphernalia from your business, you want people that are marketable. So you have to keep that in mind if you're really serious about uh, transitioning on to that next level. Be careful about who you hang out with and be very, you know, be very stingy with your time. Uh, not everybody deserves to be around you. You know, uh, there's a saying that goes, you know, who you were, who you are now, and who you're going to be are three different people. They're three different people. Uh, you know, so you have to be careful. <coughs> the person or the thing that you want to be in the future, you're preparing for it right now. And if the people that you're hanging around with aren't going to assist you in that, then you need to stay clear of them. So, I mean, that's how, something well, that's a long-winded do, answer. Well, how do you, okay, Rez, like, you know, where you grew up there and you see some of your homeboys, and you know some right. ain't doing right and all. Do you stay away from them? And how would you say that, yeah. you know, I mean? Well, I think it's, you have to be mature about it, man, because, uh, they know who you are, just like you know who uh-huh. they are. And they know you're trying to do something with your life. So, you know, if they were really your homeboys, if they're really cool with you, they're going to understand. Look, man, you know, I can't go there with you. I can't do these certain things with you. Because, you know, it can be detrimental to who I'm supposed to be. And I think everybody in every neighborhood wants to be able to look on TV and say, I know that guy. I know that girl. Right. I grew up with them. I went to class with them. So if they really have love for you and they really want to support you, they're going to understand where you're coming from. You know? That's not saying that you can't yeah. hang around. I'm not talking about people that are, 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 are hurting or struggling financially. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guys that engage in questionable right. uh, activities right. to raise money. I'm talking about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. People that are maybe stealing <laughs> yeah. or, or something like that. You know, if you know your, your dude you used to roll with got sticky fingers, you know you can't be going nowhere with him, man. If you know the dude yeah. that you grew up with was in some type of gang and he has a quick fuse, you know, you know, after you guys have a few drinks, you probably shouldn't be hanging around him. You know what I mean? It's going to lead to trouble. You know? Again, who, who, I always ask kids especially, uh, you know, what, you, what is your five-year plan? What do you mean with your five-year plan? Who and what do you plan to be in five years? Well, I plan on getting my degree. I plan on having a job. I plan on this, that, and other. And then, so my response is always, what are you doing to prepare yourself? Because it's not going to happen overnight. And you got to have certain things in place. Like you have to have a degree. You have to start networking, shaking hands. And it's not, uh, you know, brown nosing or anything like that. But you have to know people in order to get things accomplished. And the more you start hanging around a group of people that are like-minded like you, the more, you know, iron sharpens iron. The more ideas and more opportunities begin to present themselves. So, you know, let's, let's jump back to something, Rez, that um, we were talking about. I want to go back just and, um, you know, when I played, you know, when we, we played and I did something in the game, I look in the paper, want to see it in the paper. You know, like you say, nowadays we got the media and all. So how do a kid stop that, that they want to see if they did something? They got, they got to look at social media. It's going to be on some ESPN, right? But then when the bad stuff comes, you still – so how do you distinguish both, Reg? You know what I'm saying? Because we all want to jump and see, you know, uh, if, did they notice what I did? You know you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to have to put more value in what you think of yourself than what somebody else thinks of you. Uh-huh. I'll say it again. You're going to have to put more value in what you think of yourself than what somebody else thinks of you. So define yourself. Don't let somebody else define you. If somebody else says you're stupid, I wouldn't listen to them so much, particularly if you think mm-hmm. that you're a smart person. So when I see 
so when I see a, if I made a play that was questionable, a bad play, no. man, I don't need to look right. at ESPN on on to validate. Yeah, that was a bad play. Uh, you know, I already know that because exactly. I know who I am. I'm thinking about the next great play that I'm going to happen. Now, the people on TV aren't going to talk about that. So you have to put more value in yourself as opposed to what somebody else is saying. And there's a reason they're talking about you. Why? Because they ain't that damn interested. They got to talk about you. And if you let them talk, talk you into becoming somebody that you aren't, lesser than what you, you know, can be, then, you, you know, more food for you. You know, you have to define yourself. Put more value in what you're, you believe in, uh, believe in yourself than somebody else trying to paint a picture of who you are. Well, some guy told me the social media can boost your career or can hurt you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I believe that. Absolutely. You believe um, that? And, you know, but, I mean, most most kids... I don't know if they're mature enough to 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 separate that type of thing because they want to put everything on there, you know. Uh, hell, I think there's some adults out there that put everything on social media, and, it's, and, and especially their problems. And the thing about problems is, eighty percent of the people don't care. Twenty percent of the people are glad it ain't them, you know. Uh, right. Again, you want to paint your own picture. You want to paint a picture of uh, of, of who you want to be. Anything else? That's a distraction, and that can be classified as something other than who you want to be. I wouldn't pay attention to it and work really hard at becoming that person. But and, and had, that's um, difficult, I think, for kids. And that's super difficult. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to. I want to ask you about this. I had a friend the other day I spoke to, and we played in JUCO together, and he was a coach um, at JUCO, and they fired him. Because um, he said that um, he, when we played, we had a coach. I mean, you mess up. I mean, he was you know all in your face like an Izzo, you know. But he said uh-huh, nowadays uh-huh. we got to pamper, we got to pamper these kids, and we oh, can. You think it came from right? when we? Yeah, do you, do you think? Yeah, some, can you some see of that? Where is that? Yeah, I, I mean, it, uh, um, gosh, I forgot. I was actually listening to a commentator. And the whole when Izzo got in the kid's face and, and challenged them and this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. Labeled it, but, but, but the commentator, I think it was Chris Weber. He's like, well, in my day, that was called coaching. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was called coaching. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to be nice to you. I mean, God forbid you yeah. step in this real world and you have a job and there's deadlines that need to be met and things and, and, and a timetable that, if you're being lazy or if you didn't pay attention to the meeting, and dude, people are going to go bananas because you're losing jobs. And essentially, Coach Izzo is fighting for his job every time he's out there. He's fighting for his legacy. He's fighting for his job. He doesn't want to be replaced. So he's going to do the best of his ability, any coach will, of giving his students or his players the best tools available. Now, what they do with those tools and time and resources is up to them. So, man, if you forgot to play or you forgot to uh, uh, move in a rotation, you know, he's like, yo, you know, hey, look, you have to do better next time. And so when, when the heat of competition, how in the heck is he just going to, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> how's he going to turn it down that low? And, it, and is the kid going to be receptive? You know, he's got to know, look, man, uh, you know, you screwed up. I still love you, but, you know, you screwed up. Now let's fix it. And I think kids that that can respond to that in a positive, it's called constructive criticism, that can respond positively from constructive, constructive, uh, man, I can't talk today, Um, criticism, (laughs) are going to be all that much better. You know, again, that's one of the reasons why I love sports, because it is so reflective of the real world, the real world issues. Oftentimes, we all screw up doing something. But yeah. I think the people that are, are successful or that ultimately win despite falling down are the ones that learn, adapt, and conquer. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. 
But you, you're seeing it more and more that coaches losing their job, Reg. And, you know, like my friend, he said, I was just trying to get the best out of her, you know. And, right, you know, right. Like, and if well, you can't get the, world, the best out of that, go, go ahead, Reg. I was going to say the world is ever-changing. And I think, uh, you know, but how do you, how do you as a coach change and, 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 and um, get to these kids that are not used to being challenged quite as much? You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a you know, that's a puzzle that coaches are going to have to figure out. And your friend that has gone through that is going to have to figure it out because you have to be able to reach these kids, but at the same time you have to be able to correct these kids. You know, right. that's what leaders do. Uh, and if you failed, then, you know, congratulations. I think Thomas Edison failed, what, a thousand times or something like that before he created the light bulb, allegedly. And when they aired yeah. somebody, he's like, well, I didn't fail so much as I found 999 ways that it didn't work. All I need is that one way of how it works. But, yeah, I mean, you found out a way that it, that doesn't work in reaching these kids. You have to find out a way yeah. that does work. You know, but that, that's going to take time. It's going to take dedication. And if you are really focused on your craft, if you really do want to be the best that you can be at your craft, you know, failing is not something that's going to stop you from continuing. Yeah, you fail. So yeah. what? You get up. And you keep on going, you know? Right. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll get into the NBA and talk about how the NBA failed. But this is James and Reggie Slater. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, The Trauma and Beauty of Being Human, with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. Host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got my guest NBA player Reggie Slate. Slate, are we doing it? Slate Dog, feeling the love, James Loving. What's up? <laughs> what well, Slate, let's jump in the NBA, and you know I got to talk. We got to talk about these Lakers. You know, my my question <laughs> you first is. <laughs> I just had to laugh. My question. I can only imagine the question. Yeah. <laughs> First, my question is, all my buddies from L.A., when LeBron signed, they're like, oh, we're going to championship. We're going to win. Slate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, let's, let's start with this. 
well, Magic Johnson got um, LeBron and got all the other players. Where did they go wrong with the players that they got um, first? Well, I think I think I think there's some players that they have on their team that are burgeoning players that are good seed players that will eventually become you know household names out there certainly, but you know they're they're with a, a superstar they're with a megastar and L.A. Seeing that LeBron is coming there is expecting instant success. They don't want a burgeoning star. They want you know instant success, which is why they were trying to make trades to get uh, uh, Anthony Davis and, and several of these other guys to come out there because he, he needs a strong uh, Robin to his Batman or Superman to his Batman. But uh, you know, I think. Magic and those guys tried everything they could to get certain players out there during the trade trade deadline. Uh, didn't work. Uh, in the end, I think they almost uh, offered the entire team. And this goes back to what we talked about a few minutes ago about how you treat certain players. Now, back in the days, 90s and, and early 2000s, that's just business, man. It sucked, but that's just business. Now you're dealing with a generation, man, you hurt their feelings. And they're not going to go out there. Not all those guys are going to go out there and perform 100%. So their record slowly went worse and worse. Because, I mean, you, you've already told me you don't want me anymore. <laughs> what's, the, you know, what's the motivation for me anymore? And some of these guys' feelings are hurt. So I, I, I think in, in, in Magic is doing grown folks or, or grown people moves but the players on the board, they don't have the tolerance or the maturity to handle or stomach what needs to be done. You know what I mean? And and uh, I think I, I think part of it is like I said, man. I think some of these guys got the feelings hurt and they just stop playing quite as hard or stop caring quite as much. And it, it only takes a little well, bit to make a big difference either way. Well, I heard somebody say, but this is your job. You got to be a man. You can't be a kid. Yep. You got to. Yep. So, yep. so these so these guys are just sucked it up and no feelings in Because you got to feed your family, right? You know, I'm you not going to worry about Reggie. You don't want me to play with him, right? Because I got to well, go again, feed yep. my family. I, but as the young people say nowadays, a lot of these guys are in their feelings. They're in their feelings yeah. deep. They care more about how magic hurt their feelings than putting food on the table and creating generational wealth is the other terms I hear all the time. Because, you know, I think uh, we all get intoxicated by professional sports when we play in it. And you, you've been in that too. And that while you're there, there's nothing that you want. Uh, anything that you desire can be brought to you at the drop of the hat. And you kind of get intoxicated in that and thinking that this will last forever. So I think some of the younger players, they're like, ah, you know what? I'm going to just, you know, they don't want me here. I'm going to play hard, but, you know, I'm not going to give it everything. I mean, I, you know, you see how they treat us, man. And I, you know, I, next team I pay for, you know, will appreciate me a little bit more. Well, in the real world, there might not be another team, you know? And so that's where some of these guys mm -hmm. get screwed up. Well, yes, well, let's talk about yeah, LeBron. Should they suck it up? Yes, they should, but... Yeah. They're kids. Do you think yeah. the Lakers are going to pull off and get... Because um, you've been hearing um, Toxic play with LeBron. Nobody want to play with him. Do you think, in your own opinion, that um, there will be, before his year's up at the Lakers, that some superstars will come and um, play with him, and will they win a championship? Uh... Man, Whew. that's uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that because for all the time, undefeated, and LeBron is a megastar, one of the best who have ever laced him up on a court. However, he will be a year older and all that much, much more susceptible to injury and rest and – expectations are going to be super high on the team. And 
who the hell wants that type of pressure? <laughs> who the hell wants that type of pressure? That is a lot of pressure, man. Or you could go, you know, play for another competitive team in, 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 a, in a much smaller market because L.A., I mean, that's a lot of pressure, dude. I mean, uh, it, 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 I don't think people, I think people underestimate how much pressure Magic, Kareem, Kobe, those guys had in that market of L.A. That's a huge market, and everybody's watching you. Um, and that's a lot of pressure, dude. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to say, hey, man, look, James Levin, I can give you a contract for $80 million, and you could, you could, you could go to Houston, where the, you know, they got good fans, and you got James Harden, Chris Paul, and, you know, play hard, and, and we'll see how far we can go. Or I can give you $80 million, you're going to go to L.A., and you better win or else. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which one you taking? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta win with some egg in your house or whatever. You know what I mean? There's a lot right. of pressure, dude. There's a lot of pressure there. Let, let me let me let me change it up and put this on you. You play with a superstar. How is it playing with a superstar? I know Trace McGrady superstar when you're there, and you play with others. How is it, Reds playing with? Because you know, I played with Randall, and it was a, he was a lot different. You know, he was a. You know, I played with um, that was on the offense, Chris Carter. But how is it, Reg? And it's playing with you know these guys have to go in and play with like a LeBron or something like what you play with. Well, I mean, it, it, it superstars in my day was you know I played with Damon Stoudemire back when he was really doing his thing with Toronto, um, and yeah. then I played with uh, Tracy, Tracy and Vince when they were at Toronto. Uh, you know, when they, you know, mm-hmm. were becoming stars. I played with Kevin Garnett oh. when he was in his prime at, 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 at uh, the Timberwolves. And the one good thing about all those guys that I mentioned was you know, they all had different personalities, but they were just regular guys. I mean, it would be nothing mm-hmm. for me to go and, and, and um, you know, have a, have a, a beer with, with, with Damon. It would be nothing for me to go hang out at the club with with with, with Tracy. Um, you know, I didn't hang around with Vince that much. It would be nothing for me to sit there and shoot the dozens with Kevin because that's all he wants to do is crack jokes and shoot. You know, <laughs> play. You know, say your mama jokes all day long. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just regular yeah. dudes. Uh, but you know, they were very very intense on the court though. Uh, they put more value. And who they wanted to be. I remember one of the first interactions I had with Vince Carter is we had a shuttle drill, you know, just a, a drill to get you in shape, and you had to run so many laps in so many seconds. And I recall, I remember he was really fast. He was a rookie. And I'm like, man, this rookie's fast. Uh, you know, you had to finish it in 30 seconds, this drill we did. And it was just running like a chicken with your head cut off. And he finished it like in 24 and he kind of set the mark for everybody else. And I looked at him. I said, Rook, you have to calm your ass down. You know, he was always an overachiever. Vince was always an overachiever, you know. Um, but you have to, looking back, you have to respect that. And then you look at this guy who's 41, I think, still playing in the league. That's amazing. You know, that's amazing. Yeah. But how was it to play with those superstars? It was, it was, it was awesome. And you, you kind of actually took it for granted. I recall... Uh, you know, I saw Kevin do so many crazy, amazing things in practice that it all looked normal to me after a while. And I remember talking to my wife who would come to the games and she's like, well, you know, the newspaper or sports or something, the sports center, just well, a sports center because I didn't read the newspapers during the season. You know, a sports center had, you know, this particular play on the top 10. I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is. And my wife's like, yes, yeah, because you see it every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, right, you, right. You can't see you can't see Jesus walk on water until he gets out of the boat, and Kevin would get out the boat mm-hmm. all the time. But it was normal for me to see him doing you know amazing stuff. But I think for the average right. uh, person watching it, they were like, "Ooh, oh, he's walking on water," you know, type thing. Well, I'm a little so blind alone. I'm a little blind alone. I want to ask you. What's that, Russ? I said it's cool just to be in an atmosphere like that. 
And, yeah. you know, that's something yeah, that, that sets you up for, you know, expectations later on in life as well. It is. Because, like you said, our main person was Reggie White in our locker room. And being around him, you learned a lot, you know, that you could take off the Absolutely. field. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Ray, I want to change it up. The Boston Celtics, they got Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Kyrie. They had this team that last year they almost took it and won it and all like that. How can you have that and then the next year it just seemed like a flop? What could go wrong that quick, Red, with a team and players? Oh, it seems like the chemistry was a lot better last year despite them having a superstar like Kyrie out is what it seems like to me. Um, and, you know, who knows what's going on in the back office. There's a lot of things I heard about Danny Ainge that people don't like. Uh, people like and they don't like. Uh, there might have been some things said that aren't being released to the media or the public. Um, um, you know, it, 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 one of the things that, 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 that catch my attention is I think early on in the season they asked Kyrie if he was going to, you know, resign with Boston. And I think his response was humbly, uh, you know, if you guys will have me, I'd love to be back. And it was cheers and applause, so on and so forth. And about a month ago or so, and I could be wrong on this date, uh, there were rumors of him getting back with LeBron. And he was very noncommittal when asked that question again. And he's like, oh, you know, day by day, year by year, I don't know. You know, he said something to that effect. I can't remember what he said verbatim. But, you know, you can't help but wonder, you know, what was said to him or what piece of information was introduced to him to make him change his mind like that. You know, uh, I recall when right. Anthony Davis, there was a rumor going uh, 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 on that he was going to go to, to um, the Celtics. And Anthony Davis's dad said that, you know, after what they did to Isaiah Thomas, you know, the little guard, uh, right. you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let his son sign there. So, I mean, I think there's some things going on that, that aren't being really released to the media or the public so much about loyalty and whatnot that that might be circulating around the players, uh, uh, you know, mouth-to-mouth, word-to-word amongst the players that, you know, un- things that may, may go unspoken in the media, but guys are like, yeah, you don't want to you know, go to certain teams because this is going to happen or they're known for that right. or, you know, things like that. So, so. This is what we're going to do. Let's take our last break when we come back. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to let you in the segment. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I talk about. I'm going to ask you, but uh, I would like for you, if you could, just really, because I got a parent that called me with a problem with their kid, and, you know, uh, they wanted, you know, not a problem, but wanted to help. I told them, listen to the show today and listen to you. So when we come back, I'm going to ask Reg a question. Let Reg in us off with the show. So we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you? It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're going hog wild this week on The Revolution. Listen as our panel of pork pros talk the best states to hunt, hunting over bait from helicopters, spot and stalk techniques, and even spotlighting. Joining Jim and Travis Pigman from Pigman the Series on Sportsman Channel, plus President and founder of Horizon Firearms, Derek Ratliff. Jim and Trav's Hog Wild Show is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. 
you're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, I'm back. We're loving that sports talk. This is Jeff loving my host. Reg, I want to really, really appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, like That's I said, I, I hate to, I hate to call you just to be on the show, but I love still call you and talk sometimes, you know. So I just <laughs> want to say, taking the time out, man, I really appreciate it, Reg. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate you thinking of me. <laughs> Reg, well, we got about five, six, seven minutes. I'm going to ask you two questions let you take us out. First question, uh, I had a parent call me last night and asked me, they're having problems trying to choose what college their son should go to, and they're listening. And I'd like to get what you think of that and let them know. And the second thing is, um, I hope I ain't crossing the line with this, but I spoke to a gentleman that's going to do my football camp back in Chicago, and his son plays with your son. And he Mm -hmm. has some marvelous, I mean, things about your son, how, you know, how he is, how he play, and just, and he said he sat next to you and said some things. And it's funny how you, the world's small, you talk and meet people, and he didn't know I knew you. You know, he could have been saying something bad about it, but when you hear a good thing, what he's saying about you and your son, it makes me know, hey, you know what? I know Reggie, that's my, you know. <laughs> so I just want to throw that out to you that this guy, um, Wonderful things to say about you and your son and your son. If That's you could, awesome. if you if it's okay with you, tell us what he do there. Because I followed him. He's a stud. He's he. You gonna see him on Sunday. Hey, he, you know what? But, um, he, he he he's at a really great university, Northwestern. Uh, he made the dean's list. That's you know that's one of the first things that sticks out to me. He's a good person. Is the first thing that sticks out to me. I'm right. I mean, I'm I'm blessed that he's a good kid. Uh, he made the dean's list. He's working really hard academically. Uh, he's been the starting right tackle for the past two years. He made all Big Ten last year, which is awesome. Uh, they're moving him to left tackle this year, so we'll see what he does over there. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's, he's a good person, man. I mean, first and foremost, he's a good person, and I'm, I'm proud of him. Um, you know, he got some great accolades academically and athletically. Um, you know, he's part of, uh, uh, what's that, um, God, darn it. Um, the, 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 the Association of Christian Athletes, you know, they just went to Puerto Rico and, uh, you know, and, you know, went to go help some people out, uh, this past year. Last year, he went to South Africa, uh, doing the same thing. Wow. And, um, you know, very yeah. proud of the kid. He's doing some great things in his life. And hats out so. to you and your wife who were parenting. You know, Red, don't, don't forget to get y'all that, you know, what y'all did, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I think I think it's the goal of every 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 parent, man, is to see their kids do well, man, and 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 you have to invest in them. And the best way we can invest as parents is to is to you know cause we've lived and made mistakes. Is it, 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 to you know guide them because they have to make their own decisions, but guide them in a direction that 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 will that will that will arm arm put armor of uh, the best armor on them in the future. So, like, with your friend who has the son who's deciding which school he wants to go to, man, I would, my advice to her would be, like, check these schools out. What is it that your son wants to do in the future? Uh, and th- do these schools offer, um, you know, subjects or degrees that are reputable that will assist your son in becoming who he needs to be? And of course, everybody wants their kid to go on to play professionally, and and that's great, and they're applauded for, so on and so forth. But even if you do play professionally, if you're blessed to play ten years, you'll be thirty years old, and Lord willing, you got a whole lot of life left. So what are you going to do after that? You want to make sure that your kids properly given the right set of tools that they can take and succeed in life and be an example for their little brothers or their little cousins or their sons or what have you. So you, you want to, you know, you want to put the right seeds in your kids or whatever college you're looking at, you know, does this fit the plan of where you see your son 
in the next five to ten years? Does that answer the question? Yeah, it did. I could have really explained to her, but I told her you're going to be on the show and you can really help her out. And um, yeah, they they listen yeah. and um, they call me tonight and uh, you know and. I really appreciate right. I mean, that's that. One, that's, 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 that's definitely some of the things I, you know, talk to all of my kids, even the ones that don't play sports. You know, mm-hmm. uh, go to a college that you know that that fits you, that you can go to, and you feel comfortable and challenged, and it also has you know the subjects uh, that that um, you know that you're interested in and in, in majoring in. You know. Real quick, real quick, Rich. What if they pick the wrong college? What, what, what do you, what's your advice for that? Well, I don't know. You make out of life what life gives to you. Sometimes we don't. You know, first of all, you, you you're yeah. awesome enough. You you make you you get a college. A lot of people don't even get uh-huh. that, man. A lot of people don't even get that. So you got to make the best out of what life gives you, and right. overcoming. Obstacles. If you can learn how to do that, and you'll, you'll again, you'll be an example for. You'll make your mama proud, your dad proud, your little brother proud. People will be talking about you. All the things that you accomplished. Getting a degree is a big thing. Going to college is a big thing. Becoming somebody that people look up to and say, "I know that guy," and I know him, and I admire him because of his uh, uh, willingness to, to to do things that other people aren't strong enough to do. That, those are great attributes and great things to to say about your child. Your child. So, you know, I don't know if you can make the wrong decision. You know, and if you do go to a college and it finds out it's not your fit, you know, you maybe you can explore, you know, transferring at some part. Uh, or if you want to yeah. stick it out and make the best of that decision, then do that. But whatever you do, you know, do it with your everything. Don't, 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 no half measures. Give it your everything. Well, Rez, like I said, I want to thank you again. And, man, if I have you on another time, I'd love to. <laughs> well, I appreciate the opportunity to share, you know, hear myself uh, talk and, 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 you know, and, and, and uh, communicate with my good buddy. Yeah, and like I said, tell your son good luck in the spring game this year and good luck for the season and in school and safe trip to Chicago. Yes, sir. Go, go Cowboys and go Cats. I'll talk to you later, my friend. Yes, sir. Thanks again, Red. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 